Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to be. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jay Park. Oh, welcome to it. But uh, no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop the, stop the music. That's not enough punch for me right now. That's not enough. I'm trying to get over my tobacco fixation. And 84 just gave me a tiny little bit to help me get over the day. But I bought my last can. Sober October is beginning with Joey quitting tobacco. And I'm handling it really well. I need more, Sounds of, a punch like it. I need more of a punch than the kinks. How about this? Yeah! Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. And this evening, joining me, good old Southern Wood. Uh, good evening, Joey. How you doing? If I was any better, they'd be two of me. Now, an idea came to me. No, i tell you how I'm doing. I'm doing noise. 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 <laughs> noise. No Key and Beal references from you on this show, sir. Noise. Noise. <laughs> noise? <laughs> well, I have to say, I think something happened to me on Saturday when I hit my head. Now, folks, Southernwood was there. And not just like he was on the premises. He, uh... Is it premises or premises? It's one of those words. It was premises. The premises? Premises would be multiple premises. Yeah, but this lot is so big, it might as well be premises. Is that not just the most wonderful backyard in the world? Incredible place. And I was having a grand old time. Yes, you were. And then you saw what happened to me. No, actually, I didn't, Joey, because I I, I saw you... uh, demonstrating your yoga skills and as I turned I heard yeah and that was your head hitting the concrete and I still have the the and you were like oh I'm cool and then Lauren was like go to the car get my purse get my snake oil and come put it on Joey's head I'm like actually looking at that stuff later and I let you put it on my forehead you know as it happened I'm like oh how sweet of him and, and Lauren Rowena to Bring me some medication. But as I was looking at it earlier, I'm like, this is just like moisturizing lotion for dry, cracked skin. It's not like Neosporin. Oh, you don't need... Neosporin is poison from the devil. That is poison from the devil. That's that's got real menthol in it. And then the mentholatum stuff, that is really... Great germ killers. I'm just saying that whatever happened... Look that, how good your head looks. Right, it's looking pretty good. You you would have like a baseball-sized knot had right. you not put snake oil on your head. Right. Snake oil works. But I think something happened to me after I hit my head. Knocked a screw loose or something. And I think I'm doing this sober October thing. 
I'm not doing great so far. No, I have not drank one drop of alcohol. Now, I think I'm going to be able to do that pretty easily. Well, and you, as I was you, thinking about it, I was like... You're two days in, brother. No, it's easy. It Alcohol will be easy, and I was saying to myself, that'll be too easy. Way too easy not to drink any alcohol. Mm-hmm. What would be the toughest thing for me to not do in the month of October for Sober October? Heroin. No. <laughs> How'd you know? Do I really? Actually, I see one, the lines, man. Yeah, one freaky moment in our lives is at uh, in college, outside of uh, our neighbor across the street in our little cul-de-sac. We were watching the neighbor's little girl. Like, she had to run to the store real quick, so we're, like, watching the kid. And she runs around the front of the house back from, you know, kind of our porch was on the side of the house, and she runs around to the front chasing some ball or playing with the dogs. That's what it was, playing with the dogs. And uh, she goes, oh, my God, there's a man. We're like, oh, my God, we got to go protect this girl. Well, it wasn't a conscious man. It was a man in the driveway across from our house, passed out, his pants halfway down, down to his knees, wearing mm-hmm. whitey tighties, and he had soiled himself. Wow. That is a disturbing image. Yes. And luckily a guy who lived a couple houses down was a parole officer. He's like, actually, we know this guy. He's got a heroin issue. So it's like, I don't think I'm a heroin user. And the reason I brought that up, uh, to pull it back in a little bit, I I have heard, and I don't know that this is a fact, because you hear all these facts, Mm -hmm. that nicotine is more addictive than the drug heroin. Well, and it's that the gets hardest to, drug to get off of. Yeah, because and your I'm going to do is it. So dependent on it. I've done it before. I've done it before. Like the last time, you know what the catalyst was? Last time to quit. I didn't have like normal snuff or dip or grizzly wintergreen pouches. I had the uh, chew, red man. Golden oh, blue wow. chew. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Man. I know it is tasty. <laughs> but I showed up. I was still in college, but I was showing up to my folks' place here in Montgomery, and they had accidentally locked me out of the house, and I and they had changed the locks, so I didn't have a key to get in. And it was like a hundred degrees, counting humidity outside, and I threw up by accident because it was overheated. There's chew in my mouth. I threw up in the backyard, and I'm like, "What is wrong with me?" And so right then and there, I'm like, no more tobacco. Done. Done. And I stopped for two years. Yeah. I might have had a a cigarette. I'm that type at the bar. It's like, oh, I've had a few drinks, man. Can I bum one? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know, whatever. Yeah, I quit. I quit one time on a bet. We were going to a softball game, and we had passed. Wait, do you want to stop? the convenience store i mean i need to i don't know i don't want to because if i wanted to i would if i wanted you want to make it a a bet do you want to be my accountability buddy when it comes to not doing this crap anymore no i don't get into all that mess i'll quit when i decide to quit fair enough but we we were we were headed to a softball game we had just passed the convenience store right there close to the house we live out in the country and when i turned around and went back. He's like, why are you going back to the corner store? I says, dude, I said, I'm out of Copenhagen. And uh, 
he said, you going all the way? I said, yeah. I said, I got to have some snuff. I said, I got like one pinch left. It's that type of addiction, and, folks. And so I went back and got it. And, and he said, he said, dude, you were, you were so weak. You couldn't quit that for nothing. And I just looked at him. I was like, P, P style. I can quit. He was like, no, you can't. And I took the can and chunked it out of the car. I said, I'm quitting. And I did it just to spite him. Right. And okay. I quit for a year. year or so, oh, and then you got man. back into it. Lauren got Same, so... After two years... Lauren my, got so ticked off at me. After two years, <laughs> I would moved already back. My brother moves back, and he has the Grizzly Wintergreen pouches. He's now since quit, and he's gotten engaged, and he doesn't do tobacco anymore. Oh, and, and that's... stuck doing the, the Grizzly Wintergreen pouches, so I... I have no more pouches left. I already passed one hurdle. I didn't buy any more at the gas station this morning. I'm not buying any more when I get home. This October, I'm breaking the habit. And never again, 84, no more tobacco for Joey. I I do want to make this point. The biggest lie ever told by any female on the face of the earth is... I'm not kissing you if you dip snuff. I, you're not getting a good night kiss. There are a lot of Southern boys that ain't getting kisses, though. Uh, that is the biggest lie in the history of the world. Oh, your mouth tastes kind of minty. No, I never did the mint. You never did the mint? No, I don't, I don't like the mint. I'm, I'm a straight guy. Yeah, right. I don't. It's just regular straight yeah, tobacco. Yeah, you are. But anyway, I, folks, I have a, I have a feeling. That That's exactly what we came up here to talk about. I'm already feeling it right now. Like, uh, my last pouch was, at like, three. And I was even nursing that pouch for a few hours before then. So it wasn't giving me the full hit. Oh, tomorrow's going to be glorious. So I'm already a little on edge. Anybody who's ever tried to quit smoking, quit snuff, you know where I'm at right now. I'm getting a little nervous. So I've got a feeling that the way I'm going to let this out is by some old-fashioned insults on social media. I'm going to become a troll. But I've been looking at people's insults back and forth. Especially right now, it's very heated, Southernwood. Very heated indeed. Oh, really? When it comes to this old Kavanaugh thing. I'm so sick and tired of I know, I am too. But, you know, I was watching one post, one feed, and it all of a sudden descended into somebody called somebody a snail head or, you know, snail brain. (laughs) And one of my good friends who will go unnamed because he does not need the publicity. Good Lord, he's overexposed. But he's a very handsome man, bearded man. With a lovely girlfriend, too. He's really hitting out of his league. He's punching up out of his weight class. Good for this guy. But he said he usually doesn't like posts that start with uh, insults. With one exception. And I wholeheartedly agree with him. Mm -hmm. By 2020, I want to make it a truth in American politics that Americans' favorite insult be ding-dong. There you go again, running your mouth, you ding-dong. And honestly, a lot of times, insults will break down along a partisan divide. And I actually have some studies here to back it up. For instance, you rarely hear a progressive or a Democrat yell at a Republican, You commie conservative! No, commie kind of goes with 
with the liberal liberalism. And as of 2014, hack was a very common word conservatives would throw at liberals and progressives. You liberal hack. Whereas, as of 2014, the most common insult thrown at conservatives by liberals or progressives was, you conservative extremist. Extremist was the word. And and you're making that face. These insults stink. And and they really do, because I'm thinking of what you really mean. You can... You... Hack. That means you dumbass. Right. Is what that means. Right. I mean, just say what you mean. Right. Don't, don't... Well, I mean, I've got a few other cover ones it here. Up. Strangely... Would you like both, me to translate? Both the left and the right call one another bigots. You've got bigot. Now, and blowhard gets said pretty commonly, evenly, by both sides. We call each other, you know, well, commie. We're mostly calling people on the left commies. Or you dirty hippie. Or, you know, we get coward occasionally, but not that often. Well, crazy. Crazy is common. Crony. You crony bastard. Uh, a lot of these actually seem to apply to both sides, though, no, Joey. No, but this one has been said of the left by conservatives often, and the left doesn't often call the conservatives or the right this. Uh-huh. You liberal douche. That's a that's one you really will only hear from people on the right directed at those on the left. It's not gospel, just saying. But then one another one I'm not disagreeing is elitist. We're not often going to call somebody in the Republican circles unless it's Jeb Bush an elitist. You're usually reserving that for you liberal lefty elitist. Well, and that that kind of goes along with the commie tag. See, but fanatic gets thrown a lot at the right by the left. But you've got... Okay, let's go through these a little quicker. Fanatic. I've never heard of this one. Fence-sitter. First, I didn't think it said fence. I thought it said something else. But fence-sitter. That's a stupid insult. Middle of the liner. Fool. Fringe. Hack. Hippie. Hypocrite. Ideologue. Idiot, jackass, lemming, loon, loser, lunatic, misogynist, racist, moron, nitwit, nut, nut job, obstructionist, radical scum, shill, thug, trash, troll, twit, wacko, zealot. I think these are just some of the insults we throw at one another, ladies and gentlemen. And I really think I still believe that ninety percent of those can go either way. Right? I, mean, I don't. I don't think you see. I don't think you see the, the, the conservative side of the argument throwing racist at uh, the liberal side, but, I mean, they could if they would just be honest. They're scared to mm-hmm. because of political correctness, I suppose, right. and they won't just come out and say, you know, you want to keep, you know, a certain group of people enslaved, whether... And, and I, th- I think it would go more deeper than just skin color or ethnicity. It goes to, you know, if you're poor, lower class, the government has to take care of you. Right. And I, that's the way that the left uses it against the right because they realize that the majority of those, at least in this area, are people of color. And the right is scared to throw it back at them and say, no, you're keeping them that way. Well, no, but that's, that's what a, you're doing. What's the line from the right is uh, the bigotry of low expectations. Right. That you have to have big brother government or 
the all-seeing, all-knowing daddy government, the nursery government to take care of you from cradle to grave. And, and that's where they confuse bigotry with racism. Mm-hmm. Racism and bigotry are two very grandly Race, different words. Racism is a type of bigotry, if we're being technical. That's right. Bigotry is a very much more general term, uh, or I guess racism would be the more general term. See, but a lot of all of these are way too common. Like, you lunatic, misogynist, racist, commie, hippie. Fringy like extremist, yeah, you dirty hippie. I like that's hippie. for the liberals. That's for I mean, that's for the libertarians. Yeah, yes, exactly. I'm a dirty hippie. You hippie, you yoga, hippie. non-doing, falling on your head, long hair, gluten-free, <laughs> avocado munching, long hair wearing, non-hair washing, half-ass mustache. Millennial, young Jesus looking. Mm-hmm. No, I don't look like Jesus. I look like uh, yeah, well, I get like twenty two. So- By the way, I get all sorts of looks because of my long hair and my half ass beard. Like you look like Johnny Depp. Oh, really? I do. Thank you. You look like Keanu Reeves. I'll take that one. Thank you. He's looking great in his fifties. Um, I wonder what he's doing. I like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves he's is cool. <laughs> But yeah, you get the Jesus thing. I got that a lot in New Orleans when I was wearing my dress as a toga. Um, but no, all these insults, they just are, they're too common, but they're, they're banal because they're so overused. That's why as we go into these midterm elections and into 2020, we need to get creative with our insults. Hmm. So I think we should bring back, as suggested by this very devoted fan of this show, the Joey Clark Radio Hour, which you can subscribe to on iTunes. Just hit that subscribe button, leave me a review if you feel like it. No, do it. And you can hit on SoundCloud as well. But this fan wants me to help him bring back Ding Dong. You idiot ding dong. There you go, running your mouth again without any facts, you ding dong. And my suggestion, say ding dong is running for 2020. Think of it as like a presidential ticket. Ding dong is the head of the ticket. And I think the VP should be butt munch. I love that insult. Mm. Is that a little too much, though? Uh, No. Because that's not always an insult. What, What do you think about butt lick no that's too ooh, no you you oh i got one say something stupid hey my name is clay oh shut up you cabbage head cabbage head's pretty i good. like cabbage head that's a pretty good insult i don't know we just need to let it out folks i don't think there's enough emotion and just prideful offense being taken on both sides too many damn snowflakes And I'm not just talking about on the left. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say it. You know that Packers game where they had the band on the field? They came out. Oh, yeah, and that ridiculous flag. They had a flag. But they've used it years past because it's essentially shorthand for the American flag, but also the state flag. For Essentially, it's like what the color guard would carry out onto the field. And they've used it before. And so people were immediately suspicious. 
And see, that's the thing, Joey. I don't get all butthurt about stuff like that. I don't give a flying flip. Because you're not a ding dong. That's right. And I'm not a butt lick. No, don't stop <laughs> trying to make butt lick happen, you cabbage head. It's happening, Captain. Okay. But I, I, I really, you know, I mean, I just uh, the, see the outrage. Some here's another one I saw, and I'm picking on the right right now tonight. Where Sheila Jackson Lee walked up to Blasey Ford's lawyer, the and old handed, boy, and handed him the envelope. And people are like all sorts of conspiracies got like. Weaved out of that is most likely a question. No, what it was was like letters of support from like her constituents. Like all the Democrats were doing. I I do not believe that. No, but like all the Democrats were doing. No, it's plausible to me because that's what they were all doing when they had a chance to ask a question. They said, you are such a champion and thank you for coming forward. And I'd like to submit into the record, Mr. Chairman, uh, these thousand female doctors are uh, behind Miss Dr. Ford here. I, I don't buy that for a minute. You know? Nah. What, do you think it was payment from Soros? No, I don't think it was payment at all. I, th- I mean, they would... Surely, they're not that stupid. I, I understand that liberal Democrats are ignorant. They're, they're just mm. stupid, but... Mm-hmm. I don't think they're even that stupid. Okay. I just think it was him you know, ask this question or answer this question this See, way. You also got to think about Sheila Jackson Lee. She's always the one up front with the photo op. With the hand, like when State of the Unions were going on with Barack Obama's president, she was mm-hmm. always up front, front and center. Got to get that handshake. Got to talk to him at the big political theater event. Like, this is, I think that's all she was doing. It's like, oh, hi. Here's, yeah. like, my I mean, two cents on the subject. I'm not in the Senate, but here are my two cents. Yeah, I, I really don't care one way or the other. I think I the, the, the whole deal has been just nothing but a farce. So, and, I, and I really... Me, your show, you talk about what you want to, but I just really am sick and freaking tired of talking about this crap. Because it's just... It's just it's it's everybody's mind is already made up. Yes. Nobody's mind is going to be changed. Right. And even when the FBI comes out tomorrow and says, hey, there ain't nothing to it, there's going to be, you know, gnashing of teeth, weeping and wailing mm-hmm. from the, the mm-hmm. left and the right is going to be saying, see, we told you. Right. And if it was vice versa, it would be the same thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's just I mean that's just the way it goes, and I think I think a good man's name has been drugged through the mud. I mean, uh, not to excuse if he did any of that. Yes, it's it's vicious, horrible. Oh, no, I'd like and to terrible. go to the most tragic. I don't think this is true. This is just me speculating here. The most tragic way this story could have gone is that he did black out. He does not remember. Like he just. And because he does not remember, he is acting like a man falsely accused. Because if you don't, if you have no recollection of something, well, but no, nor does she though. I mean, well, actually, well, but she, she does. says it's a hundred percent certain that hundred percent certain that she got out of the house and nothing physically happened to her. I mean, it's still wrong. I mean, you right, don't lock somebody wrong, in a room. What she described, yeah. But she got out and does not remember how she got to the party, how she got home from the party. I tell you, I didn't want to talk about this. I'm, I'm sick of going well, over the same the crap. Okay, ding dong. Let's go to something else. All right, ass hat. All right. Well, I am an ass hat. Thank you. Yeah. I resemble that remark. Butt liquor. That's a weird one, man. Stop saying that. 
You can say butt munch, not liquor. Mama used to get on to us for saying that. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> like, one. That is an odd. You butthead. It's funny if you go back to little kid insults. That's <laughs> um, But do you have any questions maybe for me tonight? And we're going to have to take a oh. question after the break here. After the break? Brand. Yeah, I want you to get together. I see you have see your notepad I here. I, I, do, I do want to know what your feelings are about this program. Don't, 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 don't tell me yet, because we do have to hit a break. Mm, there's a very important... You know, there's lots of problems in the city of Montgomery right now. Mm-hmm. We've got some serious issues, mm-hmm. and one of them has finally been addressed, and I want to know your opinion when we get back. Okay. And then before we hit this break, we need to tell folks about Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. Right. Yes, we're going to tell people about Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group without hitting the microphone, Southernwood. Yes. Sorry, Eddie. Step on part of your ad. Now, folks, when you think of a real estate agent, I want you to think of Eddie Bader. Let me say that again. When you think of a real estate agent, think of Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. His number is 322-0662. 322-0662. You can check out thegoodsongroup.com or just give Eddie a call right at that number. What's that number again? 322-0662. Because they can help you out with buying a house. Maybe you're a first-time home buyer, and you don't know what the steps are, what the process is. Well, that's exactly what Eddie can help you out with. You can give him a price range. He'll find you all the... all the homes up to that limit, maybe some a little cheaper. It'll give you a lot of options, whether in Prattville, Wetumpka, Lake Martin, here in Montgomery downtown. Eddie Bader can help you and out. And see, that's the problem that Lauren and I had. We were looking to buy a, a piece of property on the lake. And I mean, we, it took a whole day to look at like three properties that were side by side. But not with Eddie Bader. Because he does how, a pond. How is he going to transport you? Like, has he got a helicopter No, or he's got a pontoon boat what? kind, sir. Or if you're looking to buy property to rent it out, invest in real estate. Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group, because he's teamed with the Goodson Group, they will help find you tenants to the best of their ability before you even close on that property. So you have rent money coming in immediately. You're immediately turning a profit. They'll also manage it for you through the Goodson Group. So once again... If you need a real estate agent, think Eddie Bader, 322-0662. Again, that number, 322-0662. Also, check out thegoodsongroup.com. Joey Clark. Keep listening, you ding-dongs. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. I'm sitting along here with Southern Wood, who will soon ask me one of his 
notorious questions. And uh, I'm watching this video, this Chumbawamba video. The 90s were such a wholesome, clean time. Yeah, the greatest, man. Oh, the 90s, man. Oversized clothes. Oh, yeah. Just coming out of the big hair. Yeah. I do miss the big hair of the 80s. You should see Lauren. See, we, we graduated in 91. Mm-hmm. Both of us. No, and you should see her year. senior picture. Oh, my gosh. You talk about the greatest bangs in the history of the world. And <laughs> big poofy hair. Big poofy hair. Okay. Oh, Lauren had, she had huge, the most gorgeous hair. Poofy hair, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Anyway, we have about 23 shopping minutes left. Um, you had a question about an important program here in Montgomery. Okay, yeah. I was I was mentioning that, you know, all we've got lots of issues, you know, with schools and crime and, and uh, you know, People, the the exodus of people moving. Due, yeah, Montgomery has a shrinkage due problem. to those. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they they've been in a cold pool, and uh, but I heard something very encouraging today. They they've identified another real major problem in the city of Montgomery. Okay, we are overpopulated with feral cats. We're overpopulated with not so feral cats. Feral cats. And they have said that they're going to go catch these cats. Okay. Spay and neuter them. Yeah. And then put them back where they caught them from. So, feel safe, Montgomery. Wait, why would you go through all the trouble to catch them, spay and neuter them? And then release them back into the wild, the streets of the Gump here. This is my question to you, Joey. You wanted a hard question. You yeah, explained what I this knew to about me. the cats. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't declare open season because there'd be some hick out there who'd kill somebody's house cat. And I don't want that. Leash law. <laughs> yeah, leash law. They got to have a clear. Demarcation that they uh, are somebody's they, cat. Uh, any, any, what if a cat escapes and you accidentally kill somebody's cat? Well, sucks for you. What would I do about this? It's, I mean, it's a cat. Dude, it's a cat. Oh, Amy's going, I hope she's not listening. She's going to be so I mean, mad. I hate to be so fascist about this, but I'd probably be killing some cats. And see, that's the thing. I mean, I it would was, put them down humanely. Yeah, with a twenty-two rifle. Oh, good Lord. No, sir. You don't need just some hooligans running around with 22s, shooting feral cats. And you got a hooligans with 22s problem. Well, as long as they're just shooting cats, I mean, what's the problem? Do we actually have a feral cat problem? That's what I have heard on the news all day today. And that the humane shelter is going to go out and trap these How cats. is it that, okay, all these problems exist <clears throat> in the city. How is it that I've lived here... For with the exception of four years of my life, so that's probably 25 years I have lived here, gone about my day, and never once had a problem with any of these so-called problems in Montgomery, whether it's schools, crime, or feral cats. I, I guess I'm just oblivious. I think it's squeaky wheels is what it is, mm. but the, the, the grander point that I'm making in jest is 
if if there is enough money out there that people are donating to the humane shelter to actually pay someone to go out and actually trap these animals, right? Bring them in, do the surgery on them, rehabilitate them. It's not that long of a rehabil- rehabilitation, right? You know, but. To take care of them and then to introduce them back out into the yeah, wild. I don't get the it's, like. If you're going to go through all that trouble, why are you just putting them back out there? Where where, where is that money coming from? Is my question. And why can't why we would, have a big cat farm? Because cats they jump. No, just listen to how it sounds. Oh, you could create a big tall fence with a cage. Like we are able to keep like eagles in a zoo. We could keep a cat corral. Well, yeah, but see, but eagle, think about how that falls from the lips. Cat farm. You going to Montgomery tomorrow? Yeah, I'm making a two-hour drive down there yonder, and we're going to go see the cat farm. <laughs> it's a great idea. Don't you think? Well, I mean, maybe you could even generate some revenue that way. Right. You would have crazy cat ladies from all over the world right. coming in here. And you can adopt see them. our feral cat population. Right. Feral cats are bad, man. Yeah, they'll, t- they'll tear chickens. you up. They'll tear you up. Yeah, don't get me started on chickens again. And look at this. Your question has generated calls. Let's see who this is. <laughs> oh News talk, God. you're on the air. <laughs> How are you doing? Who is I'm, I'm calling about the cats. I was just saying, yeah, I can understand you. Somebody, as uh, Jim from Tuscaloosa on the Five Bombs show, would say, you've got a moron up there who's decided, oh, if we catch these cats, and we spay them, and we let them back out, then they'll be out breeding, and you won't get kittens. But trouble is, that just won't work, because they'll probably die, and they're still, if you know cats, they're they're breeding with anything they see, so it don't work. But right, and then they'll, like, feed on each other, then you got a feral cat eating one another problem. It's, it's a vicious yeah. cycle. And I like my are- cat farm idea. Where if think, they're a threat oh, to no, the visitors no. of the cat farm, then we can keep them behind cages. If you want to make money, you put them in a house and call it the cat house. Oh, the cat house. Man, there's going to be a lot of upset tourists to come to Montgomery. To the cat house. Yeah. You may have some disappointed tourists and disappointed customers, but hey, it will generate revenue. Man, Tony, I thought this was going to be a good bachelor party, but this kind of took a turn for the worst. (laughs) Well, if you're drunk enough, it's like, oh, I kind of like the one that's off. With a fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the call, man. Well, I appreciate you. Oh, wow. Look at what you started here. I uh, you know the cat farm, cat house. Simple question. Why is this such a big deal in Montgomery? I did not know there were that many feral cats. No, it's I probably work in something some ding-dong brought up. <laughs> Ass hat. Yeah. Butt lick. No, stop making butt lick try to happen, Cabbage Head. New stock, you're on there. Who's this? Hi, this is Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi. Well, I think all this stuff is done by a bunch of ding-dongs that want to decrease the cat population and run out Chinese restaurants. Exactly! Whoa! Whoa, thank you. You're going to make me lose my Chinese audience. You know, I have not even thought about that, Karen. Is it, What are we going to get when we order sweet and sour pork? What I in know. the world are they going to put in that now? Hopefully I guess they're going to be after the possums. I don't know. Well, isn't it? It's not China. Isn't it Thailand where they actually will eat dog? I, I can't remember what it is. It's I actually harvested. So. Yeah. Lay oceans. My puppy, you're going to get a 38. 
<laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yes, ma'am. And I'm glad you called them out. It's some ding dong bringing this up. That's it. I'm just glad you don't charge us for subscriptions to your feed. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later, guys. Bye, Karen. Have a good night. Oh, that was Karen. I know who that Karen is. Well, let's go back to the phones. News Talk, who's this here on the I air? know who that Karen is. This is Eddie. Hey, hey, Eddie. Hey. Hey. Look here, asshat. Why do you want to shoot my cat? Do <laughs> you have a feral cat? Well, I've got a couple cats, and, you know, up here on the lake, we like for them to do their feral thing. Well, we're not talking about the lake, Eddie. Well, uh, excuse me, sure. we're talking about the city of Montgomery. I just want to make sure that my cats are safe. Ah, I you're, mean, you're wanting a boat tour. If I'm going to give you a boat tour, I can't worry about you shooting my cat. Hey, See, this is why I would be a responsible mayor, unlike <laughs> Southern Wood here, who's trying to vie to be the shadow mayor behind Jack Campbell. Yeah, no, I'm know, the vice mayor. The vice, oh, the vice mayor. There's yeah. nothing shadow about it. No, this is why I would be a better mayor or vice mayor than Southern Wood here, because I already suggested that letting people loose with 22s to shoot wild, feral cats is a bad idea because then you've got a 22 problem. Hey, now, no lie, one time in Anchorage, Alaska, years ago, we had so many moose in the city, they had a uh, temporary bow hunting season for moose in the city. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Temporary. Okay. Yeah. Uh, look, look. You I'll didn't go suggest half- bow hunting. You suggested I- 22. I'll go halfway with caller here. I will go halfway. Bow hunt the cats. <laughs> you get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Get your crossbow, you lay on yeah. the ground, that would be some entertaining hunting. Yeah, but how many people, well, no, there are probably some skilled bow hunters around here. Sure, there's With a, a recurve, long bow, sure. your, your compound bow. We're in Montgomery, Alabama. Right. How we many got rednecks do you think there are around there? Plenty, here? plenty. I just don't want some ding-dong missing the cat and shoot me in the butt. I, 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 okay, so here, here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got, I've got, I just had an epiphany. Southern how about Wood we do has this? an epiphany. <clears throat> you know how they do down in like Louisiana and Florida? Yeah. They, they yep. sell, they sell tags for gators. Mm-hmm. And yep. they auction them off. And so you can only kill so many gators. Right. Sell tags for the feral cats and make it a hunting sport within the city of Montgomery. And imagine how much you could auction those tags off for. And you get like two tags at the most. And you have to get in line to go out and and bow hunt. Maybe, I tell you, how about Maybe if you had Maybe you use to, a slingshot? What if you had to kill them with a bow staff? A staff? What yeah, is that? a bow staff. What's a bow staff? Have you not ever right. seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, but it's been a while. And well, he's got crazy bow staff skills. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you have to he like ninja the cat. I still like my cat farm idea. No killing involved, unless they get unruly with the visitors. Well, what I'm worried about is Joey riding down the hair, his, or riding down the road, his beautiful hair blowing in the breeze of his mm-hmm. convertible. Right. Somebody misses a cat, and then Joey comes to work with an arrow through his head. Yeah, this is, I don't want this. Well, I, hey, hey, you, you live in, I mean, that's just part of life. That's the risk I mean, we take, I guess. Uh, that's it. Well, you have a good night, Ding Dong. Hey, you too. See you guys. All right, that's it. The, uh, you probably <laughs> have to bring a, that back. We're going to make it happen for 2020. You probably have a better chance of getting shot by a stray bullet in Montgomery than somebody actually right. 
impaling you with an arrow, arrow <laughs> shooting at a feral cat. Oh I'm just goodness. guessing. Is this this is actually a problem you heard about earlier? Today? Yes, it 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 really with is. Feral it's, cats. Uh, honestly, I'm still having trouble believing it. The Montgomery Humane Shelter and and they do. What are they doing? Eating out do, of our dumpsters? I don't know. They do God's work, but it, it's been on. The uh, the news blog all day today at at the breaks that they are going to implement this program, but I, I I just thought it was ridiculous. You are getting me on a topic that's been on my mind lately: feral cats. Not feral cats. I'm thinking about getting a big cat. No, not like a tiger or a black panther or anything. You talking about like a bobcat or no, something? like a mancoon. Oh, a big fat lazy cat. You're looking at me like that's a bad decision. Well, I mean, good luck with that. Cats are just weird. Yeah. We've got, I've told you about Chad Morse. Is he ill-tempered? Chad Morse is like half dog, half cat. Yeah, but you named him Chad Morris. Well, hell, that's just what his name is. But <laughs> the, uh, he he is the coolest cat. He he sleeps in the bed with, with, with Lauren and I mm-hmm. every night. And... When I get up, I'm the first He's one up in the morning. ever tried to play slap and tickle? He works. <laughs> actually, that is a different story for a different day. And But I will tell you about it. <laughs> he actually played slap, but it wasn't no damn tickling to it. <laughs> it was slapping, <laughs> thrown up against the wall. The uh, But he'll get up when I get up in the morning. And he talks. He's yeah. uh, he's like Loretta, the right. the tuxedo that Emily's got, black yeah. with the white. Oh yeah, beautiful and, cats. And and he's he talks to me all the way yeah. into the kitchen. Yeah. And his food's out. It's in a bowl right there. Yeah. But he won't go to it until I walk in there. Oh, that's and when adorable. I walk in there, and he'll look up at me, and he'll go meow, yeah. and he'll go back, to, and he'll go to eating, and then he'll come and start purring and rubbing on me. Then he starts attacking me, mm-hmm. and he'll bite and and. It, it hurts when cats bite. They oh, got yeah, little they sharp do. teeth. It ain't like a dog. Well, maybe I'll just stick with dogs. I don't know. I'm, I'm all out of sorts. I haven't had hardly any tobacco today. I'm feeling a little aggravated. But that's his his biggest problem. He thinks he's a dog, and he acts like one. He's mm. he's a good cat, but well, let's go. Dang back, it! Back to the phones. News talk here on there. Who's this? Uh, it's 65. Hey, asshats, why are you guys going to charge me to, to uh, shoot my neighbor's cats? <laughs> Wait, you, look, you they have to be feral. Friend. Look here, look here, Miami. We have to generate monies in this city. We're broke. We need additional revenue. This is why you set up the cat farm. And you have it as a tourist attraction. So you want to shoot them in a high game fence for the cats? It, yeah, it works for all sorts of other exotic animals. What do you think, 65? I, I'm thinking that uh, you guys ought not be sending sending vibes out there to charge me to shoot my neighbor's cat. <laughs> you, no. you know what I mean? You there, know what? You're speaking no to my inner libertarian. You, you, I think you're absolutely right, especially if that cat attacks. No, uh, and, and if well, free, attacks, and if, attacks and, or tears up your property. Right. Hey, there you go. You, you know, my, my dog isn't going over there and... And leaving uh, kitty size uh, donuts for them, you know, I respect it. Now, but to have have another someone else's animal come over and do that to your property—that ain't right. And well, but listen, and that's not the reason why I called. Okay. Can I change the topic because I know we're limited on time? Sure, yeah, knock sure. yourself out. Yeah, I, sometimes you guys talk about other shows that are on this station, correct? Sometimes, yes. 
Okay, what, if you guys are comfortable, a quick question is, what's going on with news and views with uh, the, the, the caller thing, you know, tightening up in that? Did the results come back or the... The ratings come up and, and they're not doing well. It's going day to day, but uh, no, it's more. I think the host got it was starting to get annoyed. I believe I can take this one. Yeah, go uh, ahead, go ahead, Southern one, Mister. Uh, we'd say sixty-five tonight. <laughs> Is tonight that correct? And maybe tomorrow night too, uh, <laughs> Mister sixty-five. I believe that that you and I were proved correct that there needed to be rules invoked on that show and i think the uh host has finally gotten it through his thick skull that maybe we were correct to begin with okay all right are you guys leaving for good now Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll talk before. All right, thanks. Oh, sorry. Are you in the middle of something? Did, yeah, did, didn't mean to interrupt no, no, you there. No, my center attention, and what it was is a cat showed up at my front door, <laughs> and I didn't know what I should do. It sounds like you have anger issues when it comes to cat. This is why we need the cat farm. You can let it out, and you don't have to do it to your neighbor's yeah, cat. But, uh-huh. Yeah. So what, what's what's going on with with the changes there? I mean, you get the, the rules. I mean, are, is, is the ratings bad or something? No, they're wonderful. Last I looked, I think they're why just they, they, why they, they messing they, with something that worked. I mean, I love the skits. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you need to, you need to call, call Barrett in the morning. And yeah, talk to him, and you, then you'll have to change your vote, and maybe he'll change his mind. Right? Like I can't, I don't control Baron Coleman. Oh no no! Well, do you guys think it's a good idea? Is it is it making things right? I mean, things are going good then, huh? Yeah, it kind of keeps it. It keeps that's... it quick and snappy, you know. Baron, yeah, because you're a very you're a very good caller. You've got that good radio voice. You usually have some scintillating idea or question to present. But some callers call up and are like, "Well, you know, my aunt Susie's heaven, and her neighbor has this cat that keeps leaving trouble." <laughs> In my yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but here tell, you know, I thought it was harder to be a caller than it was a listener. But from that show, you're elevated to a listener status when you have his text number, so you can send texts. Right, it's true. It is true. I text you know, him really. Time. So what's the drive to call in? You, you know what I mean. Well, it's, it's the, so the challenge of it now. Well now. It's, uh, he's getting a uh, lot of calls because it, it challenges people to be like quick and snappy on yeah. the ball, and you don't want to get buzzed. That's right. Yeah, yeah but they, they increase their callers, which is fantastic. Great idea, great business sense, no big surprise there. But now they've got to expand their time, you know? Right. They need more time because the callers can't get in. At least I haven't been. You know, because uh, with that show, you know, I'm a first-time listener, but a long-time caller. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I got you, that's a good policy, actually. <laughs> um, but I'm, speaking of time, I'm, I'm feeling like Barron has a good policy here. Like I'm running out of time here, 65 Miami, whatever then, the hell your name is. Then hang up on me. <laughs> Have a good evening, sir. <laughs> good night. Good right. golf. <laughs> uh, got only four minutes left. Let's see who this Get is. Get the last one. Hello, you're on the air. Eight sixty nine. What y'all doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing pretty well. Sixty nine. Pretty good. I'm just, you know, I just calling in and encouraging on you at the back of you. You know, I'm sitting here right now with big old paint copaying snuff in, just thinking about it. You, you, you asshat. Why would you call up here and talk a about ding dong? Oh my goodness! Ding dongs, asshats, and bunch bunches galore. I'm trying to <laughs> fight back. This <laughs> craving, and you're sitting here. Oh no! Get off the phone! Get 
cabbage the head. Phone. Cabbage head. Ding dong. Man, it feels good. Feels good to be using different types of insults. Thank you for the call, 69. My goodness. What is this with people in numbers? What is this, what is this ridiculous world coming to? I don't know. Who would who would actually use a number right. as a name or a moniker? Oh, and, that's, and by the way, the uh, FBI will come out with their findings on the whole Kavanaugh allegations thing tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, that. It, oh, look, we, we, we just gotta go through. The, I wish. See, I but we wish. can talk about feral cats and shooting <clears throat> them with bows or twenty twos and. Or putting them in a farm and a high fence thing where they can't get out. We can talk about that for 20 minutes, and then we'll mention politics. Because this is a lot more fun. Yeah. And I didn't even get to that crazy-ass woman that has filed a federal lawsuit because her son didn't make the varsity oh, soccer team. Boo-hoo. I ain't, it's not even football boo-hoo. or basketball. It's not even a real freaking sport. It's an underhanded it's sport. It's soccer. And she's filed a federal lawsuit because claiming that it is age discrimination because he is an 11th grader and can't play on the junior high soccer team. Talking about sick in the ass. That's sick in the ass right there. <laughs> That's another when phrase we got to bring back. Sick in the ass. No, because can you imagine that? If you go before a judge, and I know it's not even going to go to a jury. But say it's like... Judge Judy or something, or Joe Brown or some stupid TV show, because that's what this crap sounds like it is. And it's like, exactly. Judge, it appears we have here today a mother who can only be described as a ding-dong, and she's trying to raise a cabbage head who feels entitled when he's told no. And I feel like we should treat them a lesson today, so let's go get that bow hunter and bring him back in from shooting a feral cat and have him take aim at the cabbage head. I know this might sound like I'm advocating murder, but we've had enough of this entitled crap in this country. My God, litigious over everything. There's good reasons to sue people. My kid didn't make the soccer team. He's not one of them. Then the judge could look at him and in all honesty say, you know what, you butt lick, you make me (laughs) sick in the ass. (laughs) And then just pull and fire, man. Oh, my goodness. I I don't know how this month is going to go without tobacco. Because I'm feeling... Off the rails right now. I'm, I'll, I'll consider it. I'm, I might think about it. You're going to join I, me? I, probably not. But I mean, oh, I'll, come I'll on, at least man. I'll give it consideration. An accountability, buddy. I'll, I'll be accountable. I'll ask you. You want a pinch? <laughs> no. And when you say no, then I know that you mean it. Well, folks, keep calling, but uh, we're out of show. Need more time here. You know, He's entitled ding I've heard somebody say that before. Let's see, who was it? I think you three, said it. Something about three hours. Well, looks like we're out of time. Ta-ta. Joey Clark. <laughs>